0: i'm plugged into the Agora's nexus we need the whole community connected we're the alternative collective self-sufficient and effective
1: self-sufficient from each each from hey guys gorse nexus podcast i'm daggerist joined as usual by jeremiah harding what's going on brother how you doing Yo, well, well, I mean,
0: it's it's going better for me probably than you because I don't live in fucking America's dick down there getting <laughs> wet. So, um, but like the fire here is the fires that we discussed in a previous podcast; those have died down, so the air is much clearer, and I can run more easily without feeling like I'm breathing fire th- through a knife, um. So, uh, but you have other problems. You have the opposite problem. We had fire (laughs) over here and you have water. So, which is really funny since I live on the cool side of the country. So, um, brother, if I could send you some rain, I would. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) uh, just a reminder to everybody, I guess, right? Just like swap. Um, So just a reminder to everybody uh, before we get started that we have a subscribe star. We have. Uh, donate page we got the uh, the fundraiser page and we've got uh agris nexus seeds uh so feel free to uh or not agris nexus Aguris sacred. <laughs> i always fuck that up so you can use nexus at Aguris sacred seeds um and they will support us uh and you can also get uh your garden so that you can be more based than the losers who won't have uh, access to food in the apocalypse
1: yeah just um use code nexus you'll get 20% off and then the uh, nexus will get a 20% donation as well. So, um, help, help both y'all out. Um, uh, yeah, cool. Um, yeah, man, it was, a uh, I gotta say, dude, it was a little crazy. Um, uh, but we ended up coming out pretty okay compared to a lot of people. Um, our property itself ended up not holding a lot of water. Uh, it hasn't rained since the hurricane and it's actually been very nice and cool and pleasant. But, like, we had, like, roads flooded right by us. Our neighbor lost a cow. We lost a few dozen chickens. Um, overall, pretty good, I suppose. But down in, the like, goat house tipped over? Yeah, our goat house tipped over, which I was concerned How about. How does that bad, even work? It, it's, it's basically built like a cube. You know, imagine, like, a 6 by 6 by 6 cube. And uh, we had it buttoned up oh, really the, good. Those I, numbers I, aren't
0: good. Yeah, I...
1: it's more like five and a half so if that if that eases your your uh you're storing
0: a goat in six by six by six so
1: you're baphomet you're you're with the illuminati anyway three goats i don't know if that makes a difference but three goats which sounds more the hand signal (laughs) you you just did the hand signal this is three sixes that's evil you're evil totally we're on to you so um so yeah it uh it tipped over but it, it could have been worse i thought i had it anchored down and i guess i didn't so you know i'll anchor it down our home that we've had here for about two years you know it's a mobile home but it's supposed to be like 160 mile an hour wind rated we got to give it a good test so it yeah survived just fine so that's good a uh, skirt underneath got a little uh, a little dinged up but no big deal uh there are a lot yeah, of you people... know
0: i i saw this i saw this Sorry. tweet where somebody showed like a picture of Perspective from inside a building, and like the 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 swampy ass Florida water, like contaminated by all the fucking Walmart that's concentrated in that state. Um, like it's it's like flubbing around outside this window, but the window in- is intact and the inside is dry. And it's like floor to ceiling windows. And the person's like, you know, all this person has to do is it like all this window company has to do is show this picture for the rest of their <laughs> life. And they don't need any other ads.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's crazy. The place is more like on the coast to get the storm surge, you know, where the water just comes up. Uh, it's just, it, it is insane the amount of like damage that it does. And you just have to like, accept that it's going to happen someday. You know, if you live there, I guess like living next to a volcano or something too, but I feel like the hurricanes, the volcano, it might be hundreds of years, right? The hurricane. It's like, it's going to happen in your lifetime. A couple times it's, it's, it's kind of rough. I'm very in the center of the state. Uh, so we ended up getting a lot of, a lot of rain and everything. There's like some pastures that if you didn't know it was a pasture, you'd think it was a lake, but it's, it's drying up around us. So it it hasn't well, been too bad. We were without power for about three or four days. Well, that's that's how you get bogs. So are any of these people
0: going to start investing in rice? Uh, probably not. not <laughs> a big rice.
1: Uh, you know, I think in North Florida they actually do grow rice. If I'm not mistaken, I think yeah. they're starting to grow uh, to grow some rice up yonder. But uh, well, and and, and you been... know what's funny it, is that most of Japan's rice comes from
0: California
1: now. That is kind of funny, yeah. But um, Japan's a little mountain, and they they grew a lot of their own rice, anyhow.
0: Yeah, there's rice paddies like most East Asian countries. Um, Okay. Because what you do is you cut a flat area into the mountain, and Mm -hmm. like then you have draining with the water over several flat areas, and you just go through the rice fields like that. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you like they do for tea. So, I'm but sorry, what like, were we going to okay, say?
0: Okay, so, wh- what, okay, let me first ask you, because I hate him and I think he's a piece of shit, what did you think of Ron DeSantis' disaster management?
1: Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I didn't pay enough attention to the details, I guess. I mean, nothing nothing happened here, but we don't really need need much to. Our power company, you know, a lot of, it's funny, we were actually out of town, like, a couple weekends ago now the week before the hurricane time has been really weird uh but the week before the hurricane we were out of town came home we're home for two days and the hurricane hit we we're coming back from tennessee and there were just so many power trucks you know coming into florida you know already now i don't yeah. know if that's a thing the governor does or just something power companies do amongst each other you know or how all that works but you know a lot of people mobilize and move into the state ahead of time it's uh you know it's it's kind of impressive in itself i don't think that you know i don't think i need to tell you guys that i think that markets and stuff can handle that just fine i don't really think we need a big government action to make make things like that happen uh you know obviously power generation is a huge business with a lot of money behind it and you would have every incentive in the world to get it back on as quickly as possible i'm very just from like a human standpoint i'm always very impressed uh and i don't know what the word is but i'm very impressed with the way that people just come in and get it done. You know, (laughs) like when, when stuff like this happens, you know, I, I know people who are like linemen or whatever, and they, I mean, they're, they're up to their necks in water, you know, fording, you know, whatever it's, it is really dangerous. It's, you know, I don't do that kind of work. It is very impressive. And I've got a lot of respect for that kind of stuff. And just the, the, the smaller stuff, even just like people who just move products into areas, you know, one thing that, you know, celebrity folk to like talk about a lot is like price gouging laws you know and of course economics yeah. like why price gouging doesn't actually like exist and you know what would motivate me to load a trailer full of supplies and bottles of water and drive 300 miles and sell it you know would be <laughs> sell it for more money and the people would be willing to buy it and it helps everybody and you know government actively hinders all those all those processes uh, another big one is uh like repairs and stuff after the after a storm like especially the county i live in like they are very vigilant after a natural disaster there's extra laws and penalties if you get caught doing like home repairs without permits or without the proper licensing or being a contractor which just means that people have blue tarps in the roof for five years because they can't get it fixed because it has to be done by you know one of the approved roofing companies etc here's where i can actually
0: have a little bit of static with some libertarians Mm -hmm. because i do believe price gouging is real and Mm -hmm. a problem because Okay, in an isolated circumstance, like in in, in like some far off anarchist future, maybe you could make a case for it. Right. But like in the present, the common person is just as affected by the state as everything else. And, you know, let's say Martha down the street lost everything, you know, and doesn't have the money for um, basic necessities. And the basic necessities that were cheap are now no longer cheap because people uh, are bu- buying over the like amount that they need so that they can profit off of the disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, and she and she can't afford like basic food. She's going to be on a shoestring budget for the next like you know, three or four weeks at least. And that's if her home didn't get destroyed to begin with. And she doesn't just need a homeless shelter and also assistance, um, you know, and, and that's also to say prior to that the government didn't like already fuck her out of a bunch of things. Like they didn't hyper-regulate her business to get it shut down. They didn't, um, you know, uh, they didn't start a war that caused gas prices to go up so she couldn't afford the commute they didn't um you know centrally regulate uh, to the point where uh she like her her business had to downsize uh, because they were like sending so much of their work overseas that they could no longer uh, justify having that particular operations center up or something like that there's so many things let's say her husband was a victim of police brutality, and they don't have a breadwinner in the home now because she was a single stay-at-home mom, or she, she was a, stay, a stay-at-home mom, and now she's a single stay-at-home mom. Like, and, and this is just Martha. What about Ken, who was was beaten by the cops and is now in the hospital on hospital bills and just getting out and, you know, has to live his life crippled because of the way the cops beat him? Uh, I think that just considering it from the perspective of yeah they're doing a service by bringing it to another place anyway isn't looking at the multifaceted nature of like all the oppression that exists in the world and how this world is geared to fuck with people like state capitalism uh as described by Murray Rothbard or um you know corporations as fascist entities of the state um, imitations of the state and not the market as Konkin would put it um you know you don't have to be a communist or you know syndicalist or mutualist or any of these leftist ideas to understand that price gouging can be a very bad thing um and to also recognize that these resources um you know could be better utilized than by the kind of person who would buy them at like huge costs like that you know and maybe um instead of price gouging people should have more local um sort of solutions anyway like decentralized mutual aid things uh, collective food bunkers where like you can go there in times of disaster and pick certain things up that everybody donates to on a regular basis uh to keep it to keep it running like a giant pantry that people can all go to things like that would be a lot better for the common person than a price gouger going to Walmart, buying all the toilet paper and saying, Hey, you want to wipe your ass? You got to come to me. Um, that's not good for anybody. I would say I, I'm, I, I have a strong rub with libertarians who say that it is fine. And I think that those are the sorts of people who don't care about poor people. And when you bring them up, they, 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 either say stop being poor as though that's a universal solution or they just say fuck the poor like some of them just say that so uh i i feel like it's another example of like you know libertarians being callous capitalists and being bad for their own messaging and goals
1: Uh, Like we could be
0: demonstrating that there's like concrete action we could be doing to actively help people that the state would never even consider or be prepared for, but instead we're defending price gouging. I, I think that's the wrong approach entirely.
1: Fair enough. Let me, uh, let me say a couple things on that if I can. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. You're, um, so uh, some definitely very valid points. And so there's one thing that is obviously very, uh, i'm trying to say this missed a lot of times when it comes to like libertarian let's say economic theory is there's a not i I love in the big lebowski when he says no you're not wrong walter you're just an asshole you know so Mm -hmm. there there's times. of course i am that asshole like all the time no 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 no, no. no, 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 i'm not even talking about you here but like let's say okay so like um (laughs) let's say in the sense of like like a price gouger like what's Somebody who, oh, there's going to be a disaster. Uh, they run to the local Walmart, like you said, buy all the toilet paper and sell it back to the local community and inflated, at an inflated rate is obviously being a huge asshole. And while it might not be like a technical violation of non-aggression principle or what the fuck ever, it's not okay, right? Um, whereas I can definitely see a difference between somebody, you know, at their own expense from another area that isn't at a shortage or something because of a disaster buying it, bringing it in and being compensated for that, you know, fairly, you know, and making some dough off of it. I have no problem with that whatsoever. I think the people who receive those products who might need them, you know, would be grateful. Definitely true that ideally not needing those products is, you know, the, the way to go. People have a tendency to to wait till the last minute, just look at like generator sales before uh, before this storm, you know, like they were literally bringing in semi truckloads to like Home Depot and they're gone in hours, you know, people weren't prepared for this kind of thing already, which is an unfortunate reality of what people do. The kind um, of person
0: like we talked about in the other fucking episode where they're like, I'm coming to your house. No, fuck yes. you weren't.
1: Yes, exactly. You know, so, um, so obviously moving supplies in areas where they're needed. Um, and it's a, could be a market-based thing and that, you know, I think is good, but there are definitely certain things that people who, can be real assholes or unnecessarily raise prices. I think one of the big beef is having the laws against the price gouging because we get a lot of it whenever there's like a, a storm coming here where all the, you know, real, um, real Bernie Sanders voting friends of mine, you know, there, here's the number. If you see any price, you know, they're just call the cops on any local business because, the pro you know you think the price is too high or whatever you know uh then we get in the goofy things okay a case of water costs 250 an individual bottle of water costs you know two dollars in the thing so if you sell them package different you know so there gets to be all sorts of silly things like that and it's really frustrating uh and it's 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 just stupid um so th- so that kind of yeah like I'm
0: so, so just to be clear for all the ANCAPs who probably are rapidly frothing at the mouth of the things that I already said, <laughs> I'm not saying that there's not considerable risk in some cases mm-hmm. and that some, you know, some reward shouldn't be allotted. What I am saying is like, especially in this, you know, like state capitalist economy, like people. They need to be cognizant of their effects long-term. And if it seems like you don't give a fuck now, they're going to have no reason to help you smash the state and give a fuck later. So Mm -hmm. if you're not explaining to people why the prices are that high and the only thing you're doing is making the prices that high, then it shouldn't be a surprise when people who already weren't prepared don't understand why the prices were that high and, you know, also these, the prices are a lot don't of the time
1: pricing in the first place, <laughs> you know, yeah. very poor economic understanding of what a price. But is. like even even in that case, like they they
0: they're probably like, you know, a lot of these gougers, they're not looking to make a bare minimum profit. They're looking to make a lot of money. They're looking mm-hmm. to make it worth their while, um, not just enough to cover costs and expenses like that's why it's called gouging is because you you can really dig into somebody with that if if they need what you have and you know it's not like they they went out and procured these resources. It's not like they went to a water source and and bottled that water themselves or made the bottles themselves in order to bottle that water. They got it from a corporation who already stole it from somebody else, so it's like you know the ethical implications start to waver once Mm -hmm. you realize how the like sort of the the heritage of the product like and the sort of additional heritage of having been price gouged to begin with for that water that water should have just been free and flowing through a river instead it was dammed up and bottled to begin with Um, And the fact that it wasn't flowing through a river meant that a lot of people didn't have water. They needed to move to a city um, because the water had been redirected to a Walmart shelf rather than running through a natural area. So they needed to move closer to where the, where the things had been moved. So they moved closer to where the things had been moved. Urban isolation happened. Then urban sprawl happened um, in order to broaden the thing. So there was even less green area because there was more, like you know pavement and buildings and all this stuff like sort of compounds to create like this weird like corporate fascist human virus that constantly like goes to an area fucks it up and expands to another area to fuck it up instead of leaving things the way they worked fine before you know so i mean there's like a lot of issues there that aren't just explainable away by, you know, they're they're trying to break even because a lot of these people are not trying to break even. They're trying to break more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like if mean, you ask me the, the fact freaking, that... If, if nothing else more, I mean... <laughs> um, well, if you, you, you know, ask like me I, a
0: lot of these people that originally were price gouging the water, like Nestle price gouges as a matter of business...
1: Sure. You know, before I go on a tirade against bottled water, and it's ironic that you might notice I'm drinking from a bottle of water. I refilled that bottle of water like a half a dozen times. So, you know, we know too much, but the uh, amount of like people only drink water out of a damn bottle now, like it's insane. I don't understand. Like, and I mean, they have to know it's just the same. You know, probably water that comes out of their sink, or, you know, or whatever. Like it's, like it's just crazy that people like just that it's. You know, the amount of single use plastic is really like disturbing. You know, I um, mean, there's obviously a time and like, a place to ban all plastic, and it's like I don't know. I kind of like having surgery. So like, you know, I'm kind of cool with some single use, you know, like you like surgery, life, you know. I mean, you I like can being, be into whatever you want. I like being alive, <laughs> you know. So, um, you know, there's just you know, there's obviously times and places for stuff, but it is it is really crazy and it's never more apparent than like a disaster when people just it's the only way like they just needed these bot it's it's crazy, you know, like fill a bathtub. You know, we have a 350 gallon tank that we filled, you know. Um it's it's nuts. Um, there there is a story of well, uh, before also, get go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say before we get off of price gouging uh too much that um that I really like and it's kind of has a lot of like facets to it, like uh, some of the stuff we were talking about. But this was the uh last big one here that was uh Irma and it, I'm pretty sure this was Irma and like it did a lot of damage in the keys. So, you know, the Florida Keys, there's one road like in and out. And people were bringing in generators, you know, to sell. And the local government was only letting businesses from the Keys sell generators there so nobody could bring them in. So it was going to take, like, you know, I don't know, whatever time, a week or something for them to get any generators, you know, there, you know, from another place, by those businesses. So it's just, like, it's, it, it just, it sucks all around because, like, it's already a, it's already a shitty situation you know but you don't even have the option to buy said generator if you want if it's price gouged or not or elevated above you know whatever you know just because they just won't allow you to do it so you know like what you're saying it's already it's already a tainted product you know and then they got to come in and they just got to step on it again you know it's <laughs> yeah, always going to well, make it worse worse every step of the way And and see, here's the thing. Because,
0: you know, I get where you're coming from Mm -hmm. about people got to drink it out of bottles. But, like, for instance, Flint, Michigan. You know? Or there's many places in Texas. Or Red um, Hill-affected areas in Oahu. Or there's this area off the coast of Washington. Humans are fucking up all water supplies. Basically. Mm -hmm. And that's just here. Like, the, the... for instance the uh, the Texaco oil spill where they had to work like really fucking hard in order to get like any sort of legal action done and then the guy who prosecuted Texaco um he, like the guy who went against them uh got literally jailed and arrested by a corporate lawyer like a, a lawyer owned by Chevron um because <laughs> he he went against a court that was inherently corrupt. And that court, which was inherently corrupt, had an inherently corrupt judge that was bought by the oil companies. Um, and this was considered OK because he's now in jail after having served a huge amount of a house um, arrest sentence already um, because he dared to go against these people who killed like over 100,000 tribal people and fucking basically wiped out their tribe it was a, an act of genocide and people still like support chevron they still uh go to their gas stations and so people are supporting the slow demise of the planet um and what was hilarious is that texaco's excuse for it was that like i think it was texaco was that like you know hey no this water's actually better now You know, put it like put it in your food and on your body. It 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 has vitamins in it, um, and the the people did that. Yeah, the well, and the people did that because they had no other choice because this was their only water source. Mm -hmm. So they had no other choice but to do it, and because of the burn pits and the oil spills. their water had been so contaminated that it was slick like a sludge and they kept on fucking dying of cancer and growing with birth defects when they were born. And they slowly wiped out this tribe, which had existed there for a really fucking long time. That is fundamental aggression. So the corporate aggression is baked into the system. That's the same corporate aggression. That's stealing water from Mexico and a huge amount of other places because those places had the audacity to exist downstream of uh, a place where they could put a dam and control the water supply so that they could sell people um you know mountain water um which would have been the same as it came from a tap and then eventually when that slowed down because people started to say hey yeah this is fucked up you got to give us more of our water they started to just bottle it at tap sources while still bottling it there so then there was less water in the water table. So they just keep doing stuff like this, stealing from like people, because effectively they, they you know, are controlling nature and preventing nature from existing where it was causing desertification and loss of, of, of foliage, which causes mudslides, which causes carbon release, which causes a huge amount of problems. Um, you know, all these mega corporations are fucking up the planet, and like, so the water sources are extremely tainted. You want to talk Florida? Like, I I've I've heard so many stories about Florida waste treatment, big settling ponds for like actual radioactive material in neighborhoods. Um, you know, big big waste pools. Um, th- for, like, treatment plants that, like, are overflowing already and that during floods contaminate everything around them. Um, you know, so this hurricane and all hurricanes like it are very likely to just fucking cause the water there to be polluted because of the way the state and everybody made it. So then you've got this inherently polluted water which is terrible for you and will give you cancer and a bunch of other things, um, especially the closer you are to things like those pools. And then you've got these people coming in and saying, yeah, we're going to price gouge because the thing you now rely on because of the kinds of people we are and support on a regular basis, um, those people, um, you know, fucked your shit up and now you need this. So now you're going to pay me more than you would have paid Walmart because I'm a cunt. That's what most of it is. I'm going to say most like because all you have to do is be like over 50 percent to be most.
1: Then it's then it's a tax. I'd <laughs> say it's not because it's a tax on people not being prepared, you know, because they could have had that water already. You live in Florida. You should. have. It's not a don't be poor thing. It's like my rant last episode it's you know you need to be ready for this and it's also just unfortunately reality of city life you know because they rely on these kinds of water treatment things which suck and could probably be better but it is um you are absolutely right though that is like one of the biggest like actual in my opinion like permanent damage kind of things that come from these storms is they go into these cities where you know the the water systems in these cities are fuck a hundred years old, you know, in most cases they're so outdated. They're so terrible. And it floods over. And once it gets over to a certain point, I mean, how many times just so much raw sewage has been dumped into Tampa Bay when there's a big storm because of St. Pete's water or Tampa, you know, whatever is it's awful. You know, obviously people aren't drinking Tampa Bay water anyhow, it's salt water. Right. But, um, but, but yeah, I mean, they're, it's just the reality of the situation when these things happen, which which they do. So, you know, um, if somebody needs to drink water, which... It is funny that these people never drink water, anyhow, you know, because they're unhealthy and drink soda all the time. But then turn into these rabid water needing things. But yeah, it's just a preparedness thing, you know. At that point, well, and and that's that's my bitch on that. So then, if you need it when it's not fucking around, you know, because you didn't have it, it costs more to get it there. You know, (laughs) like I get, I get all the background you're talking about. I totally get that. But you know the you know the reality is for me going and bringing, which I don't even know how much that happens because the. You know, the real price gouging probably happens when the, you know, the government buys the bottles of water and brings them in and gives them to people for free because the government's probably paying, you know, 100 times what they're actually worth from whatever vendor or minority vendor that they get them from, you know. So then, well, everybody else really gets gouged, too. So, I...
0: I can see where you're coming from on that. Sorry, I don't mean to. I'm just
1: passionate. I'm not trying to argue with you about any of this. If I I sound heated, I'm not. I just... uh, Well, the the thing that I can
0: bring up, though, is that we just recently had the single greatest wealth transfer in history. And we had the Great Reset monolithizing power like in concentrating it in the hands of mega corporations and away from the people so like oh, yeah. if you had a small business and you were trying to live the american dream and be prepared for this sort of disaster you might have had to dip into your pantry because the like economic disaster hit you first so what about those people like because that's like a huge amount of people and that's the reason that addiction uh, rates and suicide rates and all these rates fucking skyrocketed because mm-hmm. like the 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 general state of things to begin with was oppressive. And then you add to the fact that like uh, at, like the oppression adds to the to the fact that like the existing environment, regardless of the recent uh, pandemic and and all associated like tyranny um, was already bad and already had things like chevron's texaco thing and all that stuff and and it sort of becomes obvious that the system has fucked over a certain group of people as a consequence of the system existing and maybe that's the problem and not their lack of preparedness in some of these cases
1: right but i mean that's there's always i mean no matter before the great reset i mean all there's always these like yeah i mean that that happens and some people are going to be like you know, poorer, you know, but that's still, there's still the reality of people who are going to bring in supplies that they need, you know, are might want to make a buck. I mean, I don't work for free, you know, most of the jobs that I do it doesn't mean I don't do charity stuff, it doesn't mean I don't help people, you know, but all that stuff aside, it's still like, I mean, if nobody's motivated to do it, then those people aren't going to have water, you know, doesn't mean that it's not wrong. All that other stuff that happened, you know, I'm not saying this isn't a, this isn't a fuck you don't be poor thing. You know, there's always going to be people who are less prepared and there's a lot of people who donate out of the goodness of their hearts, you know, bring supplies to them for free. There are a lot of people that do that, you know, and that's fine and I encourage that, you know, Um, but I also just don't, I'm not going to demonize somebody who they, I could still think they're an asshole, but you know, I probably won't. I mean, if they're charging ten dollars a bottle of water, that's fucking insane, you know. But if they're bringing in supplies to sell, then I don't have a problem with that.
0: Here's the question, though: bringing
1: mm-hmm. in from where,
0: and is moving the freight from that area, which needs it already, to another area so that you can sell it, uh, is is that adding additional cost and being worse for the economy is that trying to centrally plan economic recovery post disaster from the perspective of a price gouger who wants to increase his own profit and hasn't looked into the territories and regions and what they actually need is he doing it because they need it or is he doing it because he wants to make a buck because if it's from the prior perspective Then the price would be as low as possible, and it might not even be gouging at that point. And he would be able to like reckon with the fact that he shouldn't take too much stock from the from the store because otherwise, that store won't have the stock for people to just buy it at the normal price, and they won't be able to anyway. And they'll be forced into the hands of a price gouger, or him bringing it from
1: somewhere that isn't disaster-ridden. Is that what you're talking about? Well,
0: no, I mean, I'm I'm talking about bringing it from anywhere to anywhere else mm-hmm. because let's just say let's just you say, say about like, any
1: product not even in a disaster anytime you go to a store and buy something you could say that or well, where did this you know come from what 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 profit margin makes it immoral you know to buy and sell not, an item
0: except that it's usually not bought out like that it's usually not bought out in bulk like that so that it can be taken somewhere else it's usually just bought what somebody needs for their shopping trip. that's why there's usually full shelves And that's why during a disaster, there's empty shelves because there's a run on the market. And there's Mm -hmm. a run on the market while everybody scrambles to get exactly one or, you know, the small amount they need while the people who have money from whatever action, unethical or ethical, um, prior to the thing, go in there so that they can buy out more than they need so that they can sell it elsewhere. I don't think that the majority of those people are like looking at economic conditions in the area and trying to do what's best for the area i don't think most of those people are magnanimous or charitable i think those people sure. are doing it because I, I think those people are doing it because they want to make the profit and that's literally it and that's why they don't care that they're increasing the price artificially because they're trying to centrally plan an aspect of economic recovery and they're becoming a de facto monopoly on that resource. So for even from like an economic calculation perspective, most of these people aren't doing what they should be for the best like result. They're doing it because they want to make money and it shouldn't be treated as something noble. Like a lot of libertarians do when they're doing it so that they can make money. And, you know, oftentimes fucking over the same people that could have gotten a much better deal if they hadn't touched the product to begin with, like they're just basically just taking it at that point because they know they're going to get the money back. If people have to go to them and if people have to go to them because the shelves are empty, because they went there, they won't be able to get it for the normal price because that's how the economy works.
1: Um. Oh, okay. So I I guess I'll say this. I'll just put my thoughts on this um, is like, if, if somebody's buying it from the location where people are needing it at that moment because of a the disaster, then just to stand outside and sell it for more or whatever figurative form of that, that is, that's definitely an asshole move. Um, if, if somebody is getting supplies from a location where there is not a run on them and freighting them, them in to, you know, supply them to people who need them, then that's I'm just fine with that. Um, you know, doesn't necessarily mean they're causing a shortage somewhere else depending on where, they, maybe they're getting from wholesale, maybe it's the company themselves. I don't know. Um, I'm not saying that somebody is exceptionally an awesome person. I just think that's just business and that's market working and that's getting supplies to where people need them. Um, people probably well, pay right. what they value them at at the time. Um, I'm not saying putting a value judgment on good or bad, but I think people getting supplies when they need them is fine. I don't have some big hatred and uh, it's somebody... Doing that, bringing something in bottled water is one thing, but there's also lots of other things you know that people might need. And you know, I I think that when they, I think if you try to do things like price controls on items that are in high demand at times, which is what governments do to try to prevent price gouging, um, I don't think that that is a good response to that. I don't think that helps people generally um i think it puts restrictions right. on market market transactions so, so again i'm not trying to put a value judgment on this or that but you know i again if somebody i'm, needs, I'm mostly if, responding
0: yeah. to the libertarians who do cuz like every time i bring up price gouging they say it's like inherently good and, and or fine and it's absolutely not and also um you know they they ignore all the things that i just said sure. like and say that that like You know, because I I say this every single time I bring this up and it does not matter to these people. I've been unfriended and unfollowed and disrespected by so many right libertarians because they Mm -hmm. decided that they wanted to, you know, defend this sort of thing. And they don't recognize Mm -hmm. that there's more than one way to price control and that a lot of the time price gouging. And I'll just say most because I think that's the case. Most of the time, price gouging is a form of price control. It's, I'm going to artificially increase the price so that I can get in on this, and I don't care about anybody but myself in this transaction.
1: So, so then can we, uh, okay, so then here's always where things are like so definition, then, right? So, are we going to say, like, okay, if it's, let's say you, buy a product at one place, bring it into somewhere else where it's in need. And let's say a reasonable profit margin. I don't, let's just say 10%, whatever, you know, let's say that's a reasonable profit margin in a normal business day. Okay. On a normal, whatever, you know, situation. Um, Yeah. But if you do that same act, but Hey, this is a disaster and people need it. So you're jacking that profit margin to 25% instead of the typical 10, that that's taking advantage of a situation where people are suffering in order to make more money, and something like that would be more considered gouging than just performing a service. Well, my right, reading you the, at least at least basically, yeah. Because like the thing is that when when
0: people stores know how much freight they need generally, um, and if you take the 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 stuff from the store and sell it to another place, you're. I don't think most of these people are running inventory at the store, doing demographic research, asking any questions at all. I think these people are doing it because they think they can make a buck. You know, I don't think they're trying to say that this place needs it. So we're going to do the work that they need. Um, And I don't think they're holistic about the reason the need exists to begin with. And also like, you know, and i'm not saying all of them by the way i'm just saying like most of them um and i'm willing to make that like assumption because of what i understand of the situation but like also um there are so many disasters now and there's a disaster a new disaster every week and um it's totally not caused by by harp and it's totally not caused by any sort of weather modification or you know cloud seeding or you know any sort of uh geoengineering the the elites never do that and it's not like they constantly talk about doing that and then call anybody who talks about what they talk about an insane conspiracy theorist um so it's it's you know none of that it none of that is happening of course but uh totally accidentally totally as a result of uncontrolled natural reactions to the absolutely not manipulated by central banking and evil statist corporate um, interests. Um, there's more disasters now than there have been, like, ever. There's, like, forest destroying fires on the regular. There's hurricanes on the regular. There's more earthquakes than ever. There, the ice caps are melting. The, you know, th- there's smog... Everywhere, there's uh, the Great Pacific Garbage Patch and more being contributed to it every time the U.S. ships more trash overseas, only to end up in their rivers flowing down to the ocean. Um, you know... There's more oil spills everywhere, including the one from Nord Stream 2, which the U.S. absolutely didn't do in order to sabotage relations with Russia, which is definitely uh, not a thing that happened because Russia did it and we should automatically blame them without evidence, even though they could just turn it off if they wanted to. Um, They definitely blew up their own pipeline. Believe the mainstream media on that. They never lie. You know, all of these things um, are, are ramping up. And the world is getting destroyed at breakneck speed. And I feel like there's, you know, less opportunity for people to prepare if they're living hand to mouth on an intentionally destroyed economy, which is being destroyed so that they can transition onto a new global currency of CBDC and keep people indebted to a system like against which they would normally revolt so that they can't do that so that they're dependent and they won't revolt because they can't eat and they can't feed their kids, etc. I think the system is fundamentally anti-prepper because they want people yeah. in such a constant state of regular panic and, uh, and need that they can't prep to begin with. I don't have a significant prep, you know, I don't make a whole lot a month. Um, I'm prepping in skills and understanding so that I can mm-hmm. survive anyway. But I'm certainly not prepped, you know. Um, if 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 we get enough subscribed star patrons, maybe that'll change or stars as they call them, I guess. You know, y'all can hit up the donation links to help us out if you want. But like the point is, He's superstar. That yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but like the point is that this is a, a fundamentally anti-prepping environment. Mm -hmm. And so to say that this environment is like, you know, is to say that the people who are in, in this environment, aren't prepped, and that means that they deserve what they get, to me, seems like a callous way to phrase it and approach the situation. And it's a thing I see in way too many libertar- libertarian circles. And I should really just stress libertarian, because a lot of these people will go fash real quick as soon as yeah. the shit hits the fan or any situation comes up. So
1: yeah, I, I think um,
0: I think it's just something to remember is that we live in an evil world that's rigged against the common person. sure
1: sure um and i want to say like you said a few minutes ago about like the the libertarians who are very you know like 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 i said earlier there's there's sometimes it's like you're not wrong you're just an asshole kind of thing it's like it's like dude like i i get it but like that's not just because okay it's it's what kind of kept me off of libertarianism when i was first dabbling in liberty a while back was it seemed like they just suck billionaire dick a lot of times mm-hmm. uh pardon the crassness but it's like i don't do that you know what i mean like i voluntary make a lot of money selling stuff people need that's great whatever you know but like um but like yeah i just didn't i they, they did there was they they couldn't really there wasn't that much of a delinear it. it was if it was if you make money no matter what it's good you know and it's like no it doesn't mean like it's good you know and it might be the way the world works, it might be reality, but you know, I'm not going to say it's good. It might be better than this other alternative, but I'm not going to say it's good, right. Whatever the situation. So I, uh, I totally feel you on that. And it is, it is tough to get a prep going. Um, So I hope I don't come off sounding callous with the way I was just saying that, but it is the fundamental reality of living and surviving is that, you know, you need food, you need water, you need, you know, thing, there's some stuff you need, you know? So um, what, what i'll what i'll do because it's something that we've been working on and i've sort of been working with friends of mine who have basically no prep to be like let's get you there um i'll do i'll do a small thing about it a way to like start and it's 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 really easy and it's something you can just you know you build to it's you know you have a couple days worth of supplies and then after a couple months you might have a week's worth you know and you build up and it's sort of a way that you can do it and it works into your routine with your normal eating habits and you sort of do it without really paying much attention or having to invest much because like I understand like times are tough you know um, obviously uh, and, and we're, all, we're all going through some shit and some people are a heck of a lot worse off than me um, but it's you know it's especially with things getting well, worse you know you gotta, that- you gotta be prepared man you just gotta you know well, how about how about like you
0: know uh, a, a series like yeah I'll 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 shoot you a title um in 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 a text here like while while recording because I don't want to reveal this and have people steal a, a potentially awesome brand for or for uh, for like your future projects here at Agnex, but like I feel like you could just have a series like where you go over uh, basics of prepping. And uh, that could be like, you know, mm-hmm. like the, the the gardening thing could be a part of that. And then the broader stuff could just be like y- the occasional 15 minute video yeah. on how to do stuff.
1: I want to, and especially because there's so many, there's so many people who like I've learned from their content that it's like, there's a lot of content out there on this stuff. If you really want to do some deep dives, but man, I can, you know, I can give you some quick, you know, some real quick, like nice, easy, easy things. So I definitely want to uh, definitely uh, want to uh, do that for sure. But uh, but yeah, man, it's uh, it is important. Uh, oh man, there's there was something else I was gonna say. Mm. Uh, uh, I don't know, I don't know. Sorry, we'll move we'll move on. Uh, it, it'll come to me. At the, it'll come to me at the worst time, <laughs> right? I I sent you a message in the in the group
0: message on on okay, Keybase. Cool. Um, yeah, like the whole thing is is one of those. I to be clear what i'm trying to say isn't that prepping itself is oh. a hoarding
1: yeah no um, no no. Go. okay i'm sorry i just remember to say um yeah no because of course when we discussed this last time prepping is it because you're buying in times when there are plenty and then you're actually acting yeah. as a battery you know what have you um but when you're saying we live in an anti-prepping like society like yes and that's like with the whole like like the federal reserve existence you know like the the whole time preference it moves everybody's time preference from we don't save right it's it's best to spend so that's inherently anti-prepping you know it's yeah well i'll just buy it when i need it you know and we're we are i mean we are spoiled That any time of year you can go down to the grocery store and get like any type of food that you shouldn't be able to get that time of year you know what i mean it's it's when and whenever like when 2020 happened and it was the first time in my lifetime i've ever started like going to the store and like stuff's not there that like i'm just used to yeah. buying and it was just weird i mean it's petty stuff it was nothing like that i needed to survive right my particularly particular brand of starbucks energy drink you know wasn't on the shelf for three months you know what i mean it's like oh my god you know but it's, it's, it's nothing it's so stupid compared to the stuff people deal with but it's like it does make you really realize pretty quick, though, how, like, delicate all this is.
0: <laughs> you, know? You, you know, I'm not sponsored by by this brand, but if you do want to sponsor me, Mutant, feel free, because this is what I get, and it means that I don't have to worry about that. Like, this is a $10 bottle of caffeine, and it's 240 <laughs> cups of coffee. So you'll get a lot better price if you're willing to go with something like that, and it kicks <laughs> like a mule, because it's, like, pharmaceutical grade. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, so m- my thing is, If you get, like, enough for your prep during, you know, the good season, and you're relying on your prep, that's not what I mind. What Mm -hmm. I mind is when it does hit, and people actually need it, but the people who want to make money are, like, going and raiding the shelves. Because, like, okay, here's the thing. Economic displacement. That person didn't need to make that money. He could have just done nothing. And people would have been better off. Um, and then his excuse, you know, well, somebody was gonna do it doesn't mean it has to be you, doesn't mean right, you have right, to right. be unethical. Uh, there, um, there's a there's a some, market for hitmen,
1: it's not gonna be me. Yeah, you know, like somebody <laughs>
0: somebody's gonna kill people in the Middle East, so I might as well join the army, yeah, you know. Um so like that person does that, and then this person has spent let's say, you know, $20 on a case of, you know, 10 water bottles, because their family needs water to survive. Um, and they spent $20 on a 10 pack, but they did that like four times so that they could have enough water to survive. Um, and they now no longer have $80 to spend at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. That, that, that means that they now have to make a choice. Do I dehydrate or do I starve? because this person made that choice so that that choice has radiating effects and then the store uh, has all that money from that but they don't have the water on the shelves so if people say hey there's no water on the shelves that store is going to lose business so that store is going to take a hit and if it's a small business and not a walmart that matters you know there's a lot of things that are like radiating effects that i think a lot of people who defend price gouging don't consider is all i'm saying
1: let me throw another um I'm, we, god damn, we've been on this for a while we should probably move on but i'm having fun with this um one more hypothetical okay so let's say somebody um and doing this with their own money as a business as a business thing okay they have space let's say a warehouse and they buy in not in times of lack okay they accumulate you know supplies generators or bottles or whatever disaster supplies that people might need and they store them so they're not necessarily being a drain God, you're gonna tell me they still are though because of the whole everything's wrong from the get-go <laughs> but they're not necessarily being a drain and they they wait so they're not they're being in, they're
0: especially in, they're... draining
1: okay cool I can, I can live with that i can live with that so they they post up their their warehouses in central florida they're a response they can go anywhere in florida within a day you know or a couple hours whatever there's a disaster and they can sell their wares then um they don't wouldn't necessarily have to mark them up much because if they're buying them let's say in bulk or through wholesale means not off-store shelves you know what i mean they could probably do it for decent price and you you could justify a couple percent higher than it might typically be but it doesn't have to be exorbitant right um storage transportation etc um um, but then they're supplying people with stuff when they need them, who people might not have been, you know, prepared or maybe it's not even maybe they were prepared, but their house blew away, you know, with their prep. Right. Um, you know, and now they're living out of a tent, you know, and they need new supplies, you know, so there, there are situations where you could be prepared, I guess, and not even. Um, I don't know. How evil is that? Is that is that a little bit? Well, to me, I would it's say the a way to be a speculator at that point, huh? To me, I would
0: say that it would depend at that point whether or not they were sensitive to the actual needs, whether it was for a need, because if, if it's for a need, mm-hmm. then you, you're doing demographic research. You know, you're, 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 you're looking at how poor the people there are normally, what the living standards of people there are normally, um, how the people there are, like, you know, in terms of uh, upward mobility, and, you know, uh, class stability normally. Um, You know, all these sorts of things. um, The pollution that was in the area that time, um, before the storm, like, sort of wafting all this stuff out of waste collection pools so that everybody can become toxically infected um, normally. If, if, If all these things are being, you know, considered... Mm-hmm. and they actually know where the need is so that they can provide the 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 lowest priced while still being able to actually pay their employees so that they can do stupid things like eat and pay bills um then yeah sure you know if you're trying mm-hmm. but like you know it, my 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 only point was that a lot of these people aren't trying they're they're pulling their f150 up and hoarding supplies so that they can fuck over poor people that's Dick that's move. what they're doing yeah. do
1: do we want to um i know you had some other topics i have a couple other things i think we could do relatively quickly um that sort of relate to disaster response um yeah go for it okay so uh one thing that um you know i'm seeing you're know, watching the news and stuff is the the people who do move in with supplies and aid and like one of these groups is like the uh the red cross okay that's one of the big ones that does this um but it got me thinking, uh, while I was watching this today about like uh just charities in general and how a lot of them are like just money laundering scams, you know. And I'm I'm sure you're probably kind of familiar with some of this stuff. So I wanted to talk to you um, a, a little bit of, about it. Um so they're you know, and sort of on this topic we've been talking about about people moving in to help, right? Uh one way or another when there's a disaster. Uh the uh do you know anything about the Red Cross? Are they are they, are, are, are they a scam or they, do they seem like they legitimately are a good organization or, or what do you think? I mean, Red I don't know Cross much is, about them.
0: Red Cross is typically fine. The thing is that, you know, what you're dealing with, like, there are sites you can check. Uh, the
1: BBB was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking because at some before we started recording, yeah, about some of the, yeah, like the charities in general, like the American Cancer Society or whatever. And it's like, oh, yeah, they're they're person makes like a half million dollars a year salary it's like oh yeah yeah.
0: well (laughs) i mean that's kind of normal though like Mm -hmm. the the fact that a ceo makes a large amount yeah we live in state capitalism they're going to um but like the whether or not the actual charity because like there's also the there's the fact that yes they shouldn't be living that well Off the expenses that are garnered from the poor, like, you know, Walmart, for instance, shouldn't be raking in that much for the for the billionaires that run it because it's like. Overworking poor people and treating them like shit, you know, it definitely there's some unethical stuff, but like. Even if you distributed. Uh. That that billion, like let's say they have a billion net worth. Whoever this random, like hypothetical person is at the head of this charity, let's say they're a billionaire, not just a multimillionaire, but a billionaire. They distribute one dollar to every American, and suddenly they're a three hundred fifty millionaire. So it's like that's one dollar. You know, two dollars. They now have no money. Mm-hmm. So it's like. What do you, What is the response to that that isn't just, yeah, make less money, um, you know, that wouldn't just be, like, solved by them being a philanthropist? You know, wh- why is the system itself not what's being questioned and not whatever arbitrary number? That's where I start to sound sort of rightist, but I'm coming at it from a strictly leftist mm-hmm. perspective here, saying that, like... So- the Can system itself what's evil and not necessarily people making a lot at the top um, of any given part of it.
1: So, and, and 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 to be honest, um, you know, if they're, I, I feel like if the person does a good job and they, you know, I, okay, I feel like the important number to look at probably with the charity would be how much of every dollar donated makes it to whatever end yes. cause, right? Because let's say that person, let's say the person makes five million dollars a year as ceo but they're really good at it and you know by that you know a huge amount of money makes it to the end result and they're actually solving problems Right. right then you could probably justify justify that as they're worth the money it's you
0: know it's the difference between hashtag black lives matter and at black lives matter because hashtag black lives matter is awesome you're talking about police brutality. You're saying it primarily affects minorities per capita. And you're saying that shit needs to stop. Mm-hmm. Good. Then you form an organization at Black Lives Matter and they start lobbying for politicians going to ex- executive dinners and buying mansions. Mm-hmm. Not so good. Right, right. <laughs> you know, so uh, the question is whether or not the money is actually going to jack fucking shit.
1: And then I guess the other one is, are they, you know so i'd say with some like let's say some cancer charities they might not solving cancer might not be in their best interest right uh you see um this is brought to my attention on another podcast but you look at like the american diabetes association and like the recipes they have on their websites that are supposed to be diabetic friendly are like dessert you know, like it's not mm-hmm. diabetic friendly stuff, you know, and it's like, well, I guess they might not be in the interest of actually solving diabetes, though, right? Because they might be all be out of jobs. So you can also look at what they actually do with the money, I suppose, as well. You know, one of my favorite um sort of comparisons on, uh, I will call them charities. I don't know if these are technically charities, but it's, um, again, being an environmentalist is the Nature Conservancy versus the Sierra Club, you know, <laughs> um, fuck
0: the, the Sierra Club.
1: Y- yeah, exactly. The Nature Conservancy, they do some of this as well. They're not perfect. But like the Sierra Club, like, all their money that you give to them goes for like a uh, lobbying and shit like that. You know, it's government action. It's land, and, yeah. And then all for all their rich donors to go on hikes and stuff, the nature conservancy, yeah. they, they do some political stuff. I'm not pleased with that. They do some of it admittedly, but a lot of what they do is they buy land. They conserve land. Sometimes they sell their land. If it's a good deal for them to buy more land in other places, you know, so they, they buy, conserve and act. You know, with the money that uh, that you donate to them in a lot of instances. So, like I'm, you know, like I'm much more on board with them versus the Sierra Club. You know, Um, I'm not trying to tell anybody what to donate or anything like that. So please don't say this is an endorsement. Well, I am, but just actually by comparison, though.
0: I will tell you: don't donate to any of these people. Mm -hmm. Talk to your neighbors. People don't fucking do that. They Everybody's so insular and stuck in their goddamn phones these days. Nobody's saying shit to jack-fucking-anybody. And if they do, people respond with hostility instead of any of the openness necessary to actually have a community because community has died in favor of globalist statism. And so don't give to these charities. Um, know your neighbors, Know know the area well enough that you can say... Yeah, they they need that, and we're gonna help them with that, rather than relying on an external price gouger to come in and say, you know, this is what these people need. Um, you know, and also if you do give to a charity, so there's BBB, they've got a wise giving alliance, I think that's what it's called. They've got, you know, um it's like charity navigator, charity watch, and guide star. Um and Like, so there's all these things that you can, and then ask around, you know, it's okay to tweet something out saying, Hey, is this like charity legit? It's okay to form your own charity by like doing a GoFundMe or something like that. Or I prefer not GoFundMe because they suck asshole and they rob the Canadian truckers. Go get funding Uh, is a good choice because it's what we're running our documentary fundraiser on if you wanted to support that. And it's also, um what uh like it offers the lowest fees that i've seen which means that they're not trying to super profit off of like other people's disasters to begin with um so you get more you get more flexibility you get paypal payments and stripe which means you can use debit cards and paypal both Mm -hmm. um you know there's options like that i prefer go get funding I, I, I'm i not going to say give, send, go, because that's pretty much just Republicans that use that. Um, so Our, my whole um, goal when I'm sorry. talking about these things is to say decentralization is the best. So if you want my advice where I'm telling people what to throw money at, I would say know the actual situation on the ground well enough to know where things are actually necessary instead of trusting any central planner with it not a price gouger and not the Red Cross
1: <laughs> anyone any like big like FEMA especially. Like, big, like um
0: like FEMA's great because they've got rex 84 or sorry yeah 84 I think it was which was discussed in games like Deus Ex and uh, discussed by conspiracy theorists for a long time. where they're just going to round up hundreds of thousands of people during disasters who are already on lists of, you know, suspected terrorists, etc. And put them in camps. That's a real order. RDX84, fucking look it up before you call me a stupid conspiracy theorist. Um, and you can look it up. It's on Wikipedia. It's not. You don't have to dig hard. You don't have to go to AlexJones.info in order to figure this shit out. And you can find out that like a lot of the disaster management is just a cover for like you know more government. So, hey, go ahead. You were gonna say words, and I cut you off. I think. <laughs> okay. Um, I uh, um,
1: I like. There's this. Uh, are you familiar with Kiva? K I V A. They do like um, um I'm not they do like these, uh, they do loans and they do them in like the U S like business stuff. We got to keep a loan one. So like, these interest-free loans, uh, and then I, I don't want to call it donate, uh, but I guess donate, uh, to a lot of them in like other like countries. So it'll be like, whatever, uh, I'm not going to be racist and mispronounce some foreign name, but somebody from some country I can't pronounce, you know, needs, they want $300 to buy livestock to start a livestock business or for a new thing for their cab or a push cart to sell hot dogs or whatever, you know? And, um, so they get the dough together and then they pay it back over time. So, uh, it's kind of cool. Cause like I, you know, like let's say once a month do 25 bucks and then every so often I get money back to re So I kind of like it. Cause it's not like you're just giving money to somebody and it's like, Oh, I hope they, you know, whatever it's like, you get to give that same money or make it useful, you know, again and again. And sometimes I've had times where the repayment doesn't happen, you know, for whatever reason, you know, they don't pay it back, something, whatever. So that, that does happen. Um In the U S they do it for more, like, it's a little more like tighter, like businessy kind of stuff um, for their, for their U S ones. But for the foreign ones, it's kind of cool. Now there is something where like they, there's a person who sort of manages the loan over there. So I don't know. That's where I'm kind of like, I don't know if that's somebody who unnecessarily taken a slice or if they are actually performing a worthwhile service um, and making this, you know, making this happen. Um, they submit videos and stuff, which is kind of cool. Like if you're familiar with donor C, Greg uh, Glyer, but uh, he got shot or something recently and died. Uh, the guy who ran that. Um, but yeah, uh, <clears throat> But that was a thing where they, you know, you show videos of the thing that you helped them buy actually existing, right? So if you're donating yeah. to this, you know, a, a toilet in this third world country, you would get to see it like existing. So you know that, hey, it happened. Uh, Ideal, and I must have just reused the same video. Obviously, there were blue loopholes there, but it should be better. So I think, well, I think uh, things like that are really cool. But I do really like Kiva. Uh, but those are my questions maybe that's, about the foreign one. Maybe that's
0: a market that could open up. is to do a dao structure for something like kiva instead of us dollars maybe you could open up your decentralized kiva d kiva or whatever and you could have like um a dao instead mm-hmm. where like everything is automatically fulfilled
1: yeah 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 that's cool Smart i, I like the model of a, that a of lot. a loan you know instead of a instead of a donation I, I feel like you get i feel like you get better bang for the the money that's given in that regard yeah. But that well, might just be my that, inner capitalist. <laughs> but from
0: that perspective, a smart contract would be much better because it would just auto-fulfill at a certain point. Sure. Sure. So yeah, you could you could you could do a DAO for that particular like a smart contract for that <coughs> particular loan. And you could have a system set up where people could just sign up for the loan and it would be automatically fulfilled by a DAO with some like you know, some some ETH or some DAI or some, you know, BCH. Oh yeah. Potentially. Like, that could be a thing. I'm not saying, like, because I don't know anything about Kiva. I'm not saying Kiva is bad, but if you do think that, that it's a possibility for fraud, this would reduce that possibility. <laughs> it always <because> is. <laughs> would be, this would reduce that possibility because yeah. everything would be visible on chain.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, so okay, Potentially. I, I guess... Yeah, I guess that's um, I guess that's about all I had. Uh, the only other thing, uh, one note I had is um, selling water. I always buy I'm about um charity and selling water and price gouging and all that. If there's a homeless dude or homeless dude selling water on the side of the road, I always buy two bottles from them. I don't typically yeah. give people dough, but if they're selling water, I'd like cold water. Get over here. You're hustling. You're going. You're buying that water. I know. You know, putting it on ice. Fuck yeah. Also, power on.
0: Also. Um, what I'll say is this, I'm about to get one of these, uh, as soon as I get paid. Um, I'm going to get a life straw. Everybody should get a life straw because if, if if you're in Florida and suddenly all your water is Florida water and it's bad because it has all these contaminants in it, you could solve a lot of that problem on your own by getting something like a life straw and just Mm -hmm. having a, a filtration bag or just drinking from your tap but having less chance of being killed by it so do that have that that's a good thing to have
1: yes yes that you is know get it get it again is my water my water prep
0: yeah because like i mean you don't need to buy bottles of water and be worse for the environment eventually like what was fu- uh, that here's me being a little bit cynical just to counterbalance all my bleeding heart bullshit earlier here's me being a little bit cynical about the user end you complain about climate change the rest of the year and then during a disaster you buy all this plastic and disposable bullshit mm-hmm.
1: you could do better mm-hmm. bigger jugs if nothing else instead of all the little jugs get <laughs> bigger jugs you know it's or just more efficient you know? a life
0: straw hooked up to a <laughs> yep. cut like so what, what you do you take a life straw you you modify it to hook up to the bottle uh, to the bottom of a bottle Mm -hmm. and then you you um you run water through like this this normal sized water jug or one of those big old like water barrels like water cooler barrels that you can just like awkwardly slump onto the water cooler and spill a little bit of it every time um i don't think that ever doesn't happen i've never seen somebody successfully not do that at all um but anyway point is you can take one of those and you can like cut the bottom edge of it off so that you can pour uh, or just like cut a hole in it so that you can pour um, some dirty like swamp ass river water into that and then it filters through the life straw eventually into another one and then you pour that uh, into a cooking vessel so that you can boil it and get rid of all the leftover bacteria and then you've got enough drinking water for you and your entire family for about 80 cents Mm -hmm. 80 cents a day so do that instead of going and supporting a price gouger fuck that piece of shit Be like self-reliance your way out of it don't just succumb to it that's what i'll say about it that's me getting my cynical edge in while still being my (laughs)
1: <laughs> my, oh, well, well, my, but, but,
0: like, yeah, but you're right. That's I, I sound like a is... communist agitator when I talk like this, but like, you know,
1: there's me throwing
0: my little cynicism into it.
1: it well, that's funny. It's, yeah, I mean, it's like, like I mean, I, like, again, I totally feel you, man, like shit's hard. It can be hard to get some of that shit together. But, you know, the, the world, the world's tough out there, man. You got to rise above. That's what we're all about, you know, or, you know, it's got to do it better late than never, I suppose. What else we got? Yeah. Man? we're 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 shoot i think we're over an hour now (laughs) yeah yeah i mean this this could be an episode
0: we'll we'll talk about all the other bullshit that uh that 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 we were going to discuss um uh monday and also you and i are going to be interviewing uh, a couple mo- mothers on uh, on thursday so that's two days from now but it'll be much further down the road because we've got a bunch of backlog to upload we'll be better about that in the future by the way y'all um we're gonna try and churn through all of those this week and get all the files listened to and make sure everything's integral. And then uh, we'll we'll try to have everything posted so that we can get back on track because we want to pump out content for you guys. So this so month some... is going to be a month,
1: huh? I was gonna say we got some interviews coming up, um, yeah. Too, so it'll be uh, more than uh, more than just us yelling at you for uh, <laughs> for an hour. We're getting to, yeah. getting back to some interviews and everything too. So we'll get some nice fresh, nice fresh shit,
0: fresh blood. Yeah. Um, oh, right. So, yeah. oh, you. Have I never shown you that voice? I'm pretty sure I have. I've
1: probably heard it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, it's the appropriate moment for it.
0: I have, I have this stupid big German-Scottish like throat and sinus system, so like I've got the voice that can like go really deep and really high up if I need to, but I've also got the really deep this way, and I can speak like this forever, and it doesn't hurt. It's not uncomfortable. I could just sound like this forever if I wanted to. But I don't. I get cost to it. <laughs> yeah, I could do Doom Metal and Death Metal very easily. Anyway, um, it's it. It was funny when I found that out because, like, oh yeah, that's another voice I can do. That's fucking stupid. Um, I sound like cartoon demon. But yeah, no mods, no no hands. Look, mod no hands. Um, yeah, that. <sighs>
1: cool
0: (laughs) agorist agorist summoning the antichrist that's (laughs) anyway uh yeah go to agorist acre seeds use code nexus go to subscribe star support agorist nexus there you know like there's so many ways that you can support what we do and you you have lots of reasons to do it and uh Dag, like, it, if you could for a moment talk about, like, the kind of content they'll be able to see from you on Odyssey eventually.
1: Uh, yes, uh, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm about a computer fiasco beforehand, but it's coming. Um, we're we're going to get some gardening stuff, we're going to get some homesteading stuff, some animal husbandry uh i'm like i said earlier there's a lot of this content already out there so i'm gonna keep it i'm gonna keep it brief uh unless there's something that we really get in discussion about and you guys want me to dive in deep on i'm more than happy to do it but i'm gonna try and keep keep it brief man It'll just help help you guys jump ahead if you're looking to get into homesteading if you're looking to get into prepping uh you know i want to just help get you a head start um maybe we'll get into some firearms i really want to do some lock picking stuff and some entry stuff with you guys uh because i've been really having a lot of fun with that uh again i'm gonna I'm going to promote a lot of other people's content that do it better than me, but I want to help you guys with a some brief, let's get into it. Let's get our hands dirty. Let's, let's get started. If there's something that you guys pick up and really want to get into, we can either dive deeper or again, I'll be more than happy to help guide you to other sources uh, for people who are better than me. But, um, but yeah, I, I really want to, um, are, especially after our conversations these last couple of days uh, about um, natural disasters and, uh, and prepping being so important and, you know, like, like you so, like you pointed out today, it's, you know, it's, it can be easy to say, just stop being poor, just have a better prep, but it's not always that easy, you know, for sure. So um, whatever I can do to help you guys, um, you know, make it happen, I want to, uh, I want to be able to do so. So that's the goal. Um, and otherwise anything, any practical skills you guys want? I mean, we can do like auto repair, we can do whatever, you know, um, I I know, I know a little about a lot of stuff. So I just want to be able to help people out. And, you know, if I can help cut through, because I mean, really what is, what is like content like that? It's like, okay, it's, I did, you know, I did homesteading for a decade, made a lot of mistakes. So let me just show you guys my mistakes and cut those mistakes out of your journey, because you're going to make a lot of mistakes and everybody's process and setup is different. So it's just anything I can do to help make a, make you guys' life a little bit easier for, so you can learn from my mistakes. That's what, uh, that's what I want to do. Yeah. We learn more from and I'm our looking failures than our successes. Yes. And
0: you'll be able to find that exclusively on Odyssey because it's going to be video content, so you can't really listen to that. So uh, um, subscribe to us on Odyssey. Throw us a few flames every now and then. The more you support us there with reactions like watching videos and d- throwing flame, the more we're like able to keep doing this. So like that's a free way. Like if you don't want to do all this stuff where you have to pay, like if you're if you're a fellow poor like me um you know like that's a way you could do it for free just saying and uh i don't know if 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 you have a quote we can do yours if you don't i've got one I mean, if you got one man let's do it um all right um and remember guys uh agri staker seeds code nexus 20% off boom so yeah um The only reason you're still alive is because someone has decided to let you live. We owe so much money, we're not broke, we're broken. We're so poor we can't even pay attention. So what do you want? You want to be famous and rich and happy, but you're terrified you have nothing to offer this world. Nothing to say and no way to say it, but you can say it in three languages. You're more than the sum of what you consume. Desire is not an occupation. You are simultaneously thrilled and desperate, sky high and fucked. Let's stop praying for someone to save us and start saving ourselves. Let's stop this and start over. Let's go out. Let's get going. That's uh, KMFDM, Dogma. Agress Nexus out.
1: The revolution starting inside
0: an instrumental part of Agora worldwide Agora worldwide Agora worldwide Counter economics Justice- Agorist Strip. Black market click Move a quick flip can't regulate this Agorist Strip. Black market click Move a quick flip can't regulate this Agorist 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 Agorist